Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Never Stop Building with me, your host, Sam Kaufman. Um, you know how we start it. If this podcast brings you value, if it has helped you in any way on your journey, I ask um, that we get a rate, review, subscribe, and send it to somebody. Um, always appreciated. Uh, if you get something out of something, it's almost like your responsibility to share that with somebody who may get something out of it as well. So, man, uh, glad to be back and talking on the podcast. I have had such an interesting uh, couple of weeks, which will lead into the topic for the podcast today. Um, but I'm going to tell y'all, it's been a it's been a lot. There's been a bunch of um, restructuring and sophistication of existing procedures. So look, so a lot of you know, um, back six or seven years ago, I started my business was a cabinet install company. It was me and a guy in a broken down van and a bunch of tools and one new construction customer who wanted to use us for cabinet installation work. And we have, that company has grown and blossomed and the people at that company have grown and blossomed. And, um, you know, we did, we're, we barely cracked six figures our first year. Um, you know, we're doing seven figures a quarter in sales this year. And uh, a lot of that growth came from last year making the decision to really take the company to the next level. So we we got our company, uh, when we were installation only, we were able to bring the company to a low seven figures in total revenue, uh, but we were labor only. And for any of my contractor uh, listeners out there, as you probably know, labor only is a low net profit margin business model. So it is very easy to scale yourself out of making a profit uh, in the contracting instruction industry, especially when it's labor only and you don't have product and retail sales to accompany what you're doing. It is very easy to out leverage your expenses in an attempt to scale your business, which I did um, twice, actually. So anyway, long story short, um, 2020 at the end of 2020, for anybody that doesn't know, we were stiffed out of a massive hundred thousand dollar bill for labor. Um, and it almost took us out. So I was not prepared to get stiff for that bill. I, um, did not have the guardrails in place that I have now. I did not have the same level of business development and strategic education that I have now. And look, I learned through experience. So I spent a lot of my life learning things through making mistakes. It's why I'm willing to take the risks and I'm willing to fall forward and I'm willing to do so flat on my face because I honestly, I know for a fact, I will get back up. I will improve. I will adjust and I will get better, stronger, leaner, and faster, which Brings us to the topic of the podcast, which is making the necessary adjustments to handle the growth. So I'll continue telling the story to, to, to go down that road. So we got stiffed out of that big bill and a lot of 2021 um, 
was very turbulent for me. Um, it was a necessary, a necessary bottom that I hit in my business career in the beginning of 2021. Um, because I didn't know how I was going to get out of the hole that we were in with that particular, um, you know, six figure invoice. And look, even if you're a seven figure company doing a million dollars, you get stiffed out of 10% of your receivables, you are in trouble. I don't really care what the size of your company is. If you get stiffed out of 10% of your total receivables, uh, you are probably headed for a cash flow. Uh, complication. So anyway, so that was the catalyst that sparked so much of my growth and really led me down the path of reaching out for coaching and consulting and help and accountability. And that's what I did. I found a local group. Um, really, I got to a, I got to a spiritually bankrupt place where I didn't I didn't know how to get out. I knew that I needed help and I knew that I wasn't going to quit. I'm not a quitter. I wouldn't shut it down. I knew that I could build out of it. I had been reading and following and paying attention to all the people on social media and all the people that we look up to and admire. And I guess now in, in that point, God gave me the opportunity to go and apply all of the things I had been consuming for many years as I ran my business. So I sought help and I went and I did that. I found a group locally and then I found a group not locally and then I found another group not locally and then I eventually led to my my business coach. So through the course of that year, I found some coaching and some accountability and some help. I learned how to borrow money. I learned about credit lines. I learned about working the banks. I learned I learned how to strategically run and manage and develop a business. And as I did that, when I learned more and more and more about my, my financial intelligence skyrocketed, I took accounting courses. I learned how to read my financials. I learned how to make data-based decisions and not just emotion-based decisions. Um, I'm an emotional dude. I love people. I love situations. I love opportunity. I get um, I feel deeply, I'm empathetic um, on a very, 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 like to my core, uh, but my decision-making had to evolve and adjust. So you know what a better topic for the podcast as opposed to adjusting, I'm going to talk about evolving with the growth um, or evolving to grow, or honestly, who gives a fuck what the title is? It's not really all that important. I'm just going to tell this story. So as 2021 continues, I, I go really heavy on a learning track and we start to shift. Um, I had hired a good friend of mine to come on and start a new division inside of our company for flooring. I saw a big opportunity on the flooring side of things, though I didn't know much about flooring and I didn't know anything about selling retail flooring. I saw a big opportunity and I wanted to capitalize it on it. And he was the right guy to do that with. Um, and he's still here today and absolutely slaying it um, every day um, in sales and on a development level and, and all levels, really. Um, so he comes on and we start kind of looking, going down that road. And I'm continuing to educate myself because I, I realized like, man, doing a million dollars a year in, in business or in sales, it doesn't mean you know how to how to grow it. It doesn't mean you know how to scale it or manage it or, or even keep it for that matter. And, and we did that for like five years. We, we, maintained those numbers and grew, you know, 3% a year, year over year, but we hit a ceiling and eventually we hit that glass ceiling and it shattered on us and we came crashing down just to build back up. So 2021 was this year of seeking the right information. 
which led me down that path. And so things didn't get better quickly. Things continued to get more turbulent as I continued to seek more help. And I did, and I continued, and that led me down an amazing road. And, and honestly, and on that road, I became a believer in Christ and turned my life over in that direction because I needed spiritual evolution help and guidance. I became a massive believer in coaching at a high level. I now have a business coach. I'll have another one next year. I am now a business coach because I've been doing this for a long time. Leadership and business development and what I did over the last two years, though, was sophisticate it to a level that um, makes business much more of an equation um, than a feeling, right? And that's what I find like a lot of the clients that we bring on at WinRate. It, how do we systematize and procedurize your business so it becomes more of an equation for success and less of a hunch and a feeling and an intuition? How do we teach you how to be the leader you need to be to lead a systemized and organized business, which I didn't have in 2020. I, I, I had it, well, I thought I had it, but when I tried to scale it from seven figures, from a million up, it fell apart and that's okay. I'm glad it did. So I went on the learning track and that's what I did. All of 2021 was dedicated to learning, learning about financials, learning about business development, learning how to implement EOS, a system inside of our business for communication and accountability. And, and um, that served us very well. And towards the end of the year, we made a decision that we were going to go all in on this new business model of retail sales, kitchen and bath, full renovation, as well as full retail flooring and, um, you know, and I wanted to, I had gotten involved in a couple of groups and I wanted to, I wanted to coach other people on, on what I had gone through, been through, learned and overcame. And so I had a lot of plans for 2022 and I'm glad I hired the coaches I did, but we made this decision and we were going to go full bore this year and blow it up. And then we did, right? So we, um, in Q2 of this year, we outsold all of last year's total revenue. We beat last year's seven-figure revenue in one quarter this year, and then we maintained and grew, exceeded those sales numbers. We have exceeded those sales numbers every quarter since as well. So we've grown. Last I checked the financials, something like 367% this year. Let me tell you something, though, and this is where we talk about the adjustment and evolution. So I did systemize and organize my business. And I had it in a way where it really did work without my attention for many years. What happened when we grew and blew up, the model had to change in order to sufficiently and exceptionally meet our client expectations. We had to, as the year went on, we had to take an honest look at our procedures and our systems and realize that they weren't sophisticated enough for the new model. And so for the last, you know, I don't know, six or seven weeks, um, I have gone full blown um, into the procedural rabbit hole of redocumentation, reorganization, and setting up new systems and guardrails. And man, I got to tell you something, which I, I didn't even really realize this until right before I started recording, but what I what I knocked out in the last four weeks took me four years to build the first time. I'm going to say that again. What I knocked out in the last four weeks 
took me four years to figure out the first time. And I share that with you because I wouldn't be the man I am right now to be able to re-systemize a multi-million dollar company the way that I'm able to do that. And it's not easy. And we're, you know, we're rolling through some turbulence as we figure it out. But that's okay. I mean, we have integrity. And so no one's left in the dust. No customers are left ultimately angry and unhappy. All product is sufficient. And our failure rate isn't even high. It's just not good enough for us. And I told the team member today, I said, I I don't care what everybody else says. We're going to be exceptionally better and different than everybody else. So maybe everybody else is like, oh, yeah, that's industry standard. Oh, yeah, that's industry average. Man, fuck industry average. I'm going to set the standard on industry average. That's what we did for many years in our old service offering, and it's exactly what we're going to continue to do in the new one. It's just challenging to get there. We're going to make it happen. So I share that to say that it took me learning through pain and failure and losses to be able to be uh, as skilled and knowledgeable as I am to be able to sit down and work through all of this so quickly and in a sophisticated way. And so the evolution and the adjustment, right? So the adjustment part of this is like, okay, so what we were doing and what we had built is no longer working. So A... I have to get my ego out of the fucking way and say, cool, what I built worked before. It doesn't work now. It needs a an adjustment. Great. Now I have to carve out the time to do it because nobody else is supposed to do that. Right? That's my ship. I have to work with my team to sophisticate and document new procedures and get them outlined and distributed to the rest of the staff. Great. Okay. So my ego has to be shut down and I need to commit some time. Okay. Now, the evolution part of this is understanding that I too, and this is the, the the key, key, key component here, is that I dedicated so much to personal growth and development over the last 18 months of my life that when I was required to triple down and fix some things at a high level, I didn't melt. And, and a lot of you melt. A lot of you are approached with complex problems that aren't even really that complex, but complex problems that need solved. And what they need is your time, your undivided attention, and your expertise. And you just need to create and implement something. But you get so scared that you run away from it because you haven't matured on an emotional and spiritual level to be able to handle the complexity of the new problems in your life. And so Mike's been talking a lot recently about raising your floor as you raise your ceiling, because if you raise your ceiling without raising your floor, the fall is a lot bigger. And I couldn't agree more. In fact, I love that analogy. I've been saying it ever since I got home from our trip to Arizona last week, because that's the reality of the situation, is I thank God that my floor has also been raised. Now, I have more I have more floor to raise, and I intend on continuing to do that through 2023, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and forever. But I have to share the gratitude that I have that I have been raised. See, so many people, I'll get to the, and, and I don't, you know, I know I talk about like the exercise and the faith, and like, see, that's the thing though. Like, that's the ticket that some of you are missing is like focusing on 
the sustainable exercise every single day, focusing on the faith disciplines, focusing on my marriage and my children and my travel and my coaching. And all of these things developed me into the man that could go, hey, okay, this is broken. We're going to re and adjust this, build it and sophisticate it. We're going to do it quickly. And to be able to dive in and handle that and then turn around and present it and, and work on being a better listener and a better leader. Like, Don't miss the internal development part of everything in your life. You want a better relationship with your wife. Yes, date nights are a must. That's great. But if you don't grow the fuck up and show up better and put your fucking phone down and stop bitching and complaining and start learning how to go on that date night fully focused and intent and, and full of love and ready and excited, bro, it's not going to actually improve your relationship. That's great. Okay. Same thing. You want to grow your business. That's awesome. Grow your business, scale it, increase revenue, increase profit, do all of that stuff. But if you don't grow the fuck up in the process, you will not be able to handle the inevitable emotional, spiritual, and professional challenges that arise as you grow a business. It's not if, it's when. All businesses suffer the same challenges bar a few nuances that are industry specific. All businesses suffer from cash flow headaches, employee turnover, culture rebuilds, procedures being outdated. This is just business. You're not special. I don't have special problems or concerns or issues. I just have a business and a growing one at that. If your business doesn't have problems, your business isn't fucking growing. Okay. Do not overlook or or stop overlooking the opportunities that are all around you to evolve on a personal level. And so I've learned so much about myself in the last 15 months as I've gone down this journey. And one of the really cool things I've learned about myself over the last six months is though I've grown so much and though I've made these incredible strides and though I have I have really skyrocketed in my life since I really decided to focus on doing so, man, I have I have a ways to go with my floor because I have a very, very big vision for my ceiling. And I know that right now, I'm not the man, if everything I had in life tripled today, I'm not the man that is required to be able to handle that. And so I have to continue growing my floor and finding out what that means. That means sophisticating and not the the tools, right? Not sophisticating the software. So take like time management, for instance. I'm not talking about getting a better time management software, a better calendar, a better reminder app. I'm not talking about apps and bullshit. I'm talking about discipline. I'm talking about organization, right? So, uh, so I'm, I'm readjusting my calendar moving forward to be a much more harmonious level of time management, more focused, disciplined action throughout the week instead of long, big bursts of certain things on certain days. So I tried something. It led to some stress and anxiety. I'm adjusting and evolving. Okay, it's the same thing in business, same thing in exercise. It's the same thing at home. It's the same thing with your diet. You eat a certain way, you lose weight for a while, you stop losing weight. Guess what? Adjust. You're going on date nights every night, and you're ninety or every week, and you're ninety days in. You're twelve weeks in, and your and your relationship was kind of in a honeymoon phase at the beginning, and now it's not great. Adjust. Take her somewhere different. Do something else. Be spontaneous. Just try something, and grow up, because a lot of the problem that you face is that you want big boy and big girl shit and you don't want to do big boy and big girl shit. 
You're scared to take something to the next level. You're scared to fail forward. You're scared that you'll try and you won't win. And man, I have lost more than I've won. And that's why I'm winning so much now. And I will continue winning so much because I will continue having more at-bats, which increase my probability of knocking one out of the park. I have to get more at-bats. Got to get more reps in. Got to be willing to take criticism. You got to be willing to have hard conversations, not just with other people, but you got to be willing to have hard conversations with yourself. And you have to be willing, able, capable, not to internalize and emotionalize every time you fuck something up and just need to make an adjustment like, okay, that didn't go well. I'm not going to, I don't want that outcome again. Let me reverse engineer the steps that brought me there and figure out where I went wrong, make an adjustment and implement differently the next time I have that conversation, start that business, develop that procedure, hit the gym, talk to my wife. Wherever it is that you're fucking up, there's a implementation adjustment change you can make to actually fix it in the future, but you have to be disciplined and consistent with your adjustments. Not just talk a big game. I had a conversation with two of my leaders at the company today and we're making change. And, he, and, and look, I was incredibly proud to hear it. And he said, yeah, yes, I'm looking forward to telling the rest of the team blank, but what's really going to make the impact is when we follow through with it. Talking about him and the other leader. And I couldn't have agreed more. The impact doesn't come from saying what you're going to do. The impact comes from showing up and doing it day in and day out for so long that people look over and just know that you're going to do what the fuck you say you're going to do. That's everybody in your life. You will do what the fuck you say you're going to do. I am a lot of things, and I know that, and I know I'm a lot as a human being, but I'm going to tell you something. My team knows that I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. That's why I'm cautious and careful as to what I agree to, because I know I'm going to show up. I know I'm going to I'm going to show up at my best. So I have to be careful. So when I showed up for procedure rebuilding and production development, I showed up at my best, and I'm bringing my best. And my best won't be good enough twelve months from now, and we will have to sophisticate it and improve it again. And that's that's the ticket, right? I know that what I did will not work permanently. So I'm not emotionally attached to it, and I don't give a shit if it has to change in six months to be better for client experience and team management. I don't care. I'm going to implement it now. I'm going to analyze the data as it comes through, and I'm going to adjust our output as necessary. And it's that simple. So my keys for you today are don't be afraid to adjust as you grow because adjustments will be regularly necessary. And understand that if you're not evolving as you're growing, your growth is a ticking time bomb. The facade wears off. I don't believe in fake it till you make it at all. Just do it. You don't have to fake it. You can't fake action and execution. Yeah, okay. Have Force a positive attitude. I don't even really disagree with that. But you can't fake it till you make it. You have to actually show the fuck up. I'll be here waiting for somebody to show me how you can fake execution or attack your day or fake winning your next decision. I don't believe that that is a thing. So don't fake it till you make it. Just do it. 
Don't obsess about the results. Show up every day to win the next decision that you have to make and just stay right there. Stay present where your feet are planted and just make the next right choice. Stay there for a while and watch how much your life changes and the situation you're in get way better. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all next week.